Welcome back to Art of the Float. We've got another little mini episode, a little one-on-one episode for you here today. And it involves two of my favorite things, floating and coffee, which uh, I've never thought would pair well together. But uh, there's a company, Deva Coffee, that is changing that. So we're talking with Cassie today in a fun little interview about ah, the magical, magical coffee bean. And I get to learn a bunch about coffee as well, which is really cool. Um, I will say there were some major technical issues with this episode, uh, primarily with the video. So if you are listening to this, then you probably won't notice anything. If you are watching this, like the millions and millions of people who follow us on YouTube, then you will um, unfortunately be probably looking at a Art of the Float logo bouncing around instead of looking at Cassie and I. So I'm sorry about that, but uh, the content is still there and it's still really cool little episode. Before we get started, I want to give my shout outs, of course, to our sponsors that we love. The first, of course, being Helmbot. So, um, yeah, I'm looking into something that I've never used in Helm. It's kind of funny how versatile Helm is and how you could possibly function without some of the things that they have. But uh, I um, got feedback from an employee that was like, hey, I don't really want to get uh emails from the business that aren't urgent in my personal inbox about work like that those should be two separate things and they were like can we just use the messenger in helm and i I was like yeah we've been in business 11 years and we've been using helm for like eight or something like that and like why the heck have we not been using messenger in helm and so um talk to sandra about it Uh, we're going to talk to our manager and just flip that switch on and um not that we do a ton of direct messaging like through email anyway, but all of a sudden all that's just going to be in Helm. So so that's just going to make it that much easier when you're in work mode. You can see work communications when you're out of work mode and not on the clock. You don't have to see messages from us. So that'll be really nice. I think for everybody, it'll just all be in the Helm ecosystem. If you want to find out everything Helm can do for you, go to helmbot.com, get a tour. They'll walk you through everything. It doesn't matter if you're just doing floats, if you're doing massage yoga, all the different modalities. It all it can handle everything. It all works in Helm. And there is so much more to it as I'm continuing to discover. So again, go to Helmbot.com and check them out. I also want to shout out the FTA. The FTA, gosh, if you're listening to this the day this episode comes out, you're going to know, well, you're going to want to join the Float Tank Maintenance Roundtable with James Harder and Mark Gurley. This is all about Float Tank Maintenance and you know, whether I assume changing a filter, but also like keeping it clean looking, how to make sure that it lasts a long time and looks presentable to your customers. Uh, this is something that, I mean, gosh, we've been in business 11 years, but I'll be there three, three o'clock Pacific time, six o'clock Eastern. It's today for anybody who's listening, but also know if you're a member of the FTA, you can visit all of these educational videos, these things that they do, these roundtable discussions, they bring experts on. You can visit all of those in the archives on the FTA website. So uh, my goodness, please support the FTA. They're doing wonderful things for us. And there are even things behind the scenes that I'm excited to reveal that'll be coming out here soon. Um, but yeah, please go to the website, check it out, enhance your business through the FTA. It's a nice cyclical relationship. So check it out out. Uh, and I just feel like it's um, doing your part, you know, that putting putting your um, energy into the collective of um, the FTA that, that gives back to our collective of all of our indiv- individual float centers across uh, North America and the world. Go to flotation.org to check them out. I'm a strong proponent for the FTA. They've really become an incredible part of the float community. 
Also, since we have a shorter episode here, I think I'll just take a moment and mention shop.artofthefloat.com. I usually don't talk about this at the top of the top of the show, but yeah, you can um, buy things for your float center, whether it's, um, I mean, you probably wear that Art of the Float pr- uh, produces uh, imagery and video content. We have a couple testimonial videos up on the website, still working on more videos to come out, testimonial videos, I should say. But also we have uh, T-shirts, we have mugs, things that are float related, and um, you can now do custom T-shirts as well. So uh, go on the website, and I really want this to be cost effective for you guys. Like This isn't like some big money-making scheme or anything. This is just uh, keeping the resources within the industry and wanting to provide something cool for you guys and something that I enjoy doing myself is setting this kind of stuff up so the idea is i mean price check around your community and price check with us at shop.artofthefloat.com go to the custom t-shirt builder and see if it's a a good fit like good price all of that and if it is then then use us i I think it'd be really cool to be making your float t-shirts across across the well north america maybe a little south america we'll see europe let's do it i think that's about it let's let's talk to cassie here Back to another episode of Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. My name is Dylan. I'm on the float shop in Portland, Oregon, with my wife Sandra. And today I am here with Cassie of Deva Coffee. Good morning, Cassie. Good morning. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to have you on. I'm, to be honest, I'm just excited to talk about coffee. This is uh, one of the funner interviews I've been able to do. Uh, I am a big coffee fan. We're interviewing in the morning here. I'm sipping on my coffee. I'm excited because you are bringing together floating float research and coffee and and we'll get we're gonna get to all of that but first i just wanted to check in and see how how did you get involved with the coffee bean in the first place yeah um it was a surprise i'm a body worker by trade so i work somatically with people in a variety of different ways and herbal medicine has always been a part of that um i'm a big big ally big fan of hemp so that's really where like the cbd infused coffee came from uh the coffee bean was a total surprise she just kind of like came into my life with force and was like hello this is what you're doing now this is going to be a great project let's see how it goes um and it's been great i I mean i assume you're not growing beans how did you start ordering and and designing your own coffee how does that even happen and and the cbd part as well Yeah, so botanical medicine has always been part of my practice. One of the kind of like nerdy subjects that I love is ethnobotany. So seeing how different tribes and cultures and people across the planet use different plants. Um, And coffee is really fascinating because it's something that you find everywhere, but there are like rituals and traditions and preparations of it that vary so drastically. Um, So that's really what caught my eye as far as um, like the culture around coffee. And then farther doing research into the areas that grow it and what are the cultures um, doing there and how do they celebrate it and how are they treating the plant. So it's really coming from like a ceremonial aspect of um, honoring the earth and the growing process um, and making sure everything's clean and organic. Um, So I really just chose two areas of the world which I'm passionate about, which is Ethiopia, which is where coffee and coffee ceremonies originated. Um, And then the other bean that was trickier to find um, was, uh, was, I'm sorry, Hawaii, which is where the Float Research Collective was. So it was really important for oh. me that the bean is 
from and supports the place that the flow center is eventually going to be in. Um, so it's just a fun process of like okay. hunting it basically. <laughs> I guess. So a lot of sampling of different, different coffees. A lot of sampling, right? a lot of talking to growers. Um, mm. A lot of, yeah, a lot of sampling. Wow. Okay. <laughs> So is it like um, I don't like a whiskey taster? Uh, do you have to like take a sip, swish it around, and then spit it out because you're just going to get too crazy of a buzz? Or are you able to just have a cup of coffee or, or a few cups of coffee and try out different beans? And and are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean it kind of depends how I'm doing it. Like if there's a big tasting, you do something called cupping, where you have you seen the people at the coffee scoop it in a spoon and slurp it back into their mouth, and then you actually can spit it out, or some people do swallow uh-huh. it. Um, so that you get like the intensity of the flavor profiles really quickly. Um, and then of course I go through like lattes, breves, pour overs, cold brew, like everything imaginable with the bean to figure out like where its sweet spot is. So I just drink it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you drink it. I feel like you're, uh, you're in a whole other world. This is like, I, I, it's fun to talk with you because, um, you're, you don't own a float center and you have this complete other world that you're a part of that has all its own idiosyncrasies and little details. That's so cool. And, and traditions, which is so fun that you're interested in that. And, and I love that. Um, so of all the things in the world, you, you, you were getting interested in this and um, you're taste, uh, tasting coffees and you're finding out which beans uh, fit you best and um, how does that then become like a, a business and a production? And you're an entrepreneur, which I have a ton of respect for. I think it's uh, takes a really unique person to start and run their own business. So how did that part grow for you? Yeah, that um, same to you because I know that there's a lot that goes into a float center. <laughs> center so props to you as well. Um, it. Yeah. I really like the creative aspect of business and like the creating a vision and finding out how all the pieces fit into that, I think is really fun. Um, and then also social change. Like we're in such a weird time in society and to like, I think entrepreneurs have a lot of potential to shift the world into like slightly better places, um, really gently. And, um, I say coffee and celebration as a way to do that. So that's really like the backbone of where it came from. And then making sure that the company was built on, um, I call it a mission-driven company. So making sure that all the profits benefit the world in a way that um, we see like more love coming in. <laughs> nice. Awesome. I, I, I love that. Um, and and maybe can you before we actually talk about like the FRC connection? Can you talk about other um, other groups you might be supporting with your coffee? Because um, I, I assume it's not just the FRC. Is that right? It um, it wasn't at first. Right now, we're actually just focusing on the FRC because I do have some ties to the float industry and I do believe in it so much. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, but there will be other organizations in the future, which will hopefully be associated with the area that the okay. bean is growing in. And, and are you, do you float? Are you a floater? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we should probably talk about that for a second. I love floating. I believe no, in please. it so much. Um, I actually found out about floating working for Float Seattle for a couple of years. Um, Yay, and cool. just like I, I became obsessed with it. I think um, Andrew and Ginn and Dean and everyone that's involved in Float Seattle has created such an awesome community that it really just like stuck in my mind as something yeah, awesome. that... 
is so is so good, especially in cities. Right, that is so cool. Great, yeah, and I agree. I, I love Float Seattle. That's awesome. That's a good yeah. group of people. <laughs> they are, yeah, yeah. Um, and so let's <laughs> let's talk about the FRC a little bit. Um, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Float Research Collective is has about three three different tiers of goals. But basically, um, the the top goal is to open a research center in Hawaii, as you mentioned, and do a head-to-head study a trial of floating versus benzos. And um, and before that, um, the first goal is raising money for basically networking all of our float centers to research, um, to collect data for publishable, publishable research, uh, which is really, really exciting. And I mean, it all motivates me, but right now that's the one that I'm just fired up about. I think that is such a cool thing. And we're going to learn things we, we didn't anticipate uh, with that network. So I'm so excited about that. And can you tell me how your coffee, how Deva Coffee is um, interacting with the FRC and helping support? Yeah, so we are doing a percentage of the proceeds um, of each bag of coffee sold is donated to the FRC. Um, and then we're also currently working on some live event fundraisers in combination with Float Studios. So combining coffee um, and sensory with the non-sensory experience and trying to build community um, and healthy relationship around coffee and floating and just get the word out there more. Super cool. So th- this is going to be you know on on a feed forever. So I know the numbers might change over time, but can you currently tell us what percentage goes to the FRC? Yeah, um, it, it will be changing, but we'll continue to donate until the goal is met. Right now, it's a little bit different. 100% of wholesale orders go to the FRC within the float research, um, or I'm sorry, within the float industry, which is really exciting. Um, and then 10% of every bag of coffee sold otherwise. And so um, 100% of revenue of the whole shebang, a percentage? Proceeds, I'm sorry. Of proceeds. Okay, great. Perfect. Um, and is that the first order or always? For um, this wholesale specifically? Yeah, yeah. For, it's 100% for the first order. And then after that, um, it'll be 10%. Cool. Yeah. That is a good incentive to have a big order, um, which is really <laughs> cool. Uh, Cassie sent us a, um, a sample bag and I was able to brew up my, my pot of coffee and have that with Sandra and we loved it. So thank you so much. And it was just like the perfect amount of coffee bean. And um, it was whole bean too, which was nice. I, I do like grinding my beans and, and just mm, being able to put my nose in there and, and smell it. And what is the name of this coffee that's for the FRC? It's called Floathead. Floathead. Yeah, I love that. And it is such a smooth coffee. I could not believe it. Um, you know, I didn't necessarily think that a coffee bean and a float were going to pair together uh, maybe mm-hmm. not like you should have a cup of coffee before hopping in a float tank, but just the idea of the concept, like how do these two pair pair together? Um, the idea made so much sense once I had my first sip. I was like, oh, this is so calm and such a smooth blend. There was no bitterness whatsoever, which um, is in, I mean, every coffee bean I've ever had. So was that part of your philosophy for choosing this bean? How did, how did this one match floating for you? Yeah, so the... Floathead um, comes from the Float Seattle culture of just like that sensation when you come out of the tank and you're like, you're good, you're grounded, but you're still, you know, you're just like still in that space a little bit. Um, And then as far as like sourcing the, you know, (laughs) as far as sourcing the bean, um, I wanted to make sure that it was something that complemented the float experience. So that darker roast and those like nutty and chocolatey tones um, 
within like herbal traditions is supposed to be grounding after you have like a more expansive state like that. So I wanted it to just pair nicely sensory experience wise. So you think that is a good cup of coffee to have after a float? Like it's, it's perfect for your float head. I, for, for me, so I will do, if I'm doing like a really early morning flow, I'll have just a little sip so I can get like that central nervous system engagement, a little bit of like perception shift, and then I'll hop in the tank. Um, and then, yeah, if I do an early okay, morning cool. flow fully, I'll drink a cup afterwards. And I think it's, it's, a great, it's a great balance of like the yin and the yang qualities, I, th- I find. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. I love your philosophy on it. Um, can you tell me as somebody who, you know, I probably should know more about this, particularly, I guess, being in Portland, Oregon, but can you tell me more about the benefits of CBD and and why that's in your coffee? Um, I can to a certain degree. CBD is still one of those things that is like changing so fastly as far as how Mm. advertising will let you look at it and speak about it. Um, but I can say what people have said about the experience. Please give me the anecdotal. Yeah. yeah. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, I've heard that it's smoother. It's cleaner. It gets rid of like the jitters and the crash is what people have been telling me. Um, and then I am allowed to talk about the fact that CBD helps your body find its natural level of homeostasis and you have receptors all over your body. Um, so it's really regulating. And then when you bring in the caffeine, which can shock a lot of people's nervous systems and pair it with something like CBD, there's also a nice uh, potential balance happening. Okay, cool. That's great to know. Um, I've actually avoided uh, taking any CBD gummies uh, in the morning with, with my coffee because I thought they might, um, you know, almost how like alcohol and um, and caffeine, you know, shouldn't go together. But no, this sounds like they, they'll actually pair quite nicely. Well, I'm going to try that. Thank you. Um, so, yes, wholesale order. If 100% of the proceeds are going to the FRC, then um, first, email Cassie. Um, let's just put it out there. What, what is your email address? And we'll put it in the show notes as well. But how do they get in contact with Deva Coffee? Um, so it's drinkdeva.com and then connect at drinkdeva.com for the email. And I'll just say to you, Deva is a plant spirit. And it's a Sanskrit word, but it's found in so many herbal traditions by now it's really like a a main word that a lot of people use to describe what's behind the plant um and so when thinking of david coffee it's we're working with the 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 spirit of the coffee and the spirit of the hemp love where you're coming from that is so cool i love it reach Mm -hmm. out to to cassie um get your sample if um if you do want to sample first um and i can guarantee you're going to enjoy your, your cup of coffee and then um the flow shop is going to put in a big order uh, for our first one, just knowing that all the proceeds go to um, the FRC. So you can, you can do it that way and then we'll see how sales go and then just keep, keep that coming. And I think we'll be drinking it at home as well uh, since we really like it. But um, I really appreciate um, your information about how to drink it around floating. So we can talk to our customers about that as well. I'm curious, if we're selling it at the center, is there anything that you recommend for how we communicate with our customers about this coffee? And people might say like, oh, wow, why, why are you selling coffee here? Um, like all the tea we have in our lobby is, is organic. Why would we have something caffeine uh, related? We've already talked about that a little bit about um, kind of the before and after the float. But anything else you'd like to add to that and specifically to um, float center clients? Yeah, well, it's it's really important to be drinking clean coffee. There's a lot of coffee out there that has mold in it. It's actually a much higher percentage than you would think. So clean, organic coffee is really important in the first place. 
the hemp that we infuse the bean with is um, also grown with like regenerative practices. It's organic and it's what we infuse it with is called solventless bubble hash. And so it's essentially a water extract that is really supportive to the plant. And then you can taste that within the bean note. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, people respond to caffeine and CBD differently. So for some people, it can be a really strong ally for other people, not so much. So I think it's all about, um, experimenting. And if you have been a long time floater, it is kind of fun to add things once in a while to the float experience. Um, I know I've definitely been playing with like water element and then the fire element from the bean, kind of like the yin and yang that we talked about. So even like bringing in more like metaphysical or like metaphorical concepts into the tank in that way can be um, really cool to explore. (laughs) And can you tell me a little bit more about what organic means for these beans? Is that like a thing about pesticides and how they're grown initially or is it a different stage? Um, So it's through the whole process. Um, Both of the beans that we have currently and the hemp are USDA organic certified. So they meet all of the standards that the government has essentially set. And, and can you tell me a little bit more about what those different stages are? Um, it is um, like the pesticide free and then more specifically like the way that it is held and kept after it's been harvested. So that's both for the coffee beans and the hemp. And then the hemp would include the way that it is um, extracted as well. Thank you so much. I think I think we've we've covered it here. I'm just so excited for people to try out your coffee and get these in float centers. I, um, I'm pretty much just a immediately a believer. And I think there are all sorts of things that can potentially pair with, with a float center. And this one was I admittedly unexpected for me. I, I think my initial thought was, you know, coffee and floating, come on. And then now it makes complete sense to me since, since having it, it really clicked and I wanted to get you on the show and, and talk about it so that um, we can hopefully get you to a wider audience of people who might potentially want to get this in their float center. And again, um, there's, there's, no risk in getting a sample from from Cassie and, and having her send uh, send it out to you. So please reach out, see if it's a if it's a good fit for your center, and then um, make some space on your shelves for for Deva Coffee for some for Floathead. I I love it, Cassie. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dylan. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I truly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Also, um, thanks to my co-hosts who aren't here today, but thanks to Kim, Gloria, and Drew. You are missed today. Thanks to Olga for producing this episode. Truly appreciate that. And thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to the FTA. Thanks to Float Helm. And thanks to Mindful. That's two L's. Solutions. Mindful.Solutions. That's Kim's business that can help with your social media. And I think that's about it. Oh, thanks to Deepest Darkest for our theme song. Check them out on your music player. Until next time, let me know how your experience is with Deva Coffee. We'll see you next week. <laughs>